The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Hello and welcome to the Buck Baloo Show. We are live in the Battery Atlanta. Glad you're with me this morning as we get a new week started. And we start the show in a big, big way today. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on South Carolina Gamecocks head coach Shane Beamer. Shane, we appreciate your time this morning. I appreciate you having me on. Hope uh, all is well with you guys. It is. Uh, so a bounce back win over the weekend for you guys. Uh, you know, we hear all the time, Coach, that, you know, the most improvement happens between game one and game two of a football season. Where would you see the most improvement? Uh, yeah, and I don't disagree with that. You know, game one for us, we found out a lot about ourselves and, and uh, learned learned quite a bit, came back in, in game two. You know, I felt like uh, we wanted to be more uh, disruptive defensively. First game against North Carolina, we, we uh, really did not do much to disrupt the North Carolina offense up front as far as tackles for loss, sacks. We were a little bit better that which you would expect us to be. Um, on Saturday night. And then we certainly protected the quarterback better. Um, gave up nine sacks against North Carolina. Uh, came back on Saturday night, and we were much better from a pass pro standpoint. But we certainly realized that the level of competition is about to, you know, ramp up uh, quite a bit here this week compared to what we did Saturday night. But it was a good win for us on Saturday and did a lot of good things, played a ton of freshmen. And, um, you know, we certainly got better. Man, I was so impressed with your quarterback in that North Carolina game. As you mentioned, the protection went sideways on you guys, uh, nine sacks. But looked like to me he still played at a really high level in spite of all the pressure and then uh, played well on Saturday. Yeah, he is uh, playing at a really high level right now. Um, got great, uh, great comfort with what we're doing offensively. Uh, you know, he's got just playing with really good confidence, seeing everything, and, and uh, he gives us a chance each and every week. We certainly have to be better around him, protecting the quarterback, being able to, to run the football. We haven't done that, you know, as well as we need to uh, going forward. But um, Spencer's been uh, – he finished last season really, really hot, and he has picked up right where he left off. Last season against Georgia, the Bulldogs got off to a really fast start, if I remember correctly, and Brock Bowers had a big, big performance. How do you go about limiting Bowers? Yeah, good question. That's a question that uh, every team in the nation that plays Georgia this year is trying to figure out. I mean, I just uh, hate playing against him, but, man, I love watching him play. I mean, he he just he's just an unbelievable football player uh, and when the ball's in his hands, but when the ball's not in his hands, I mean, the way he blocks in the run game, uh, he just does so much for that football team. So uh, he's going to get his catches and we've got to do a great job of tackling, tackling him. He's fantastic uh, with the ball in his hands after the catch. 
being able to break tackles and make people miss or run over people. You know, so it's going to take all 11 on defense to uh, to be able to corral him without a doubt. South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer joins us on the uh, Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. Shane, what's been your first impression of this Georgia team watching the first two games? Uh, about like always, well coached, first of all, when you turn on the tape. You know, that's always going to be the case when with a Kirby smart coach team. They do a great job of, of coaching. And then, you know, to me, it's just the, the, the size and, and the physicality that, that jumps out. Uh, on tape, you know, at all positions. Uh, they have the prototypical body types that you want at every single position on offense and defense. And um, and they play hard, they're physical, and they're extremely well coached. Man, I tell you what, you've got a difference maker at wide receiver. I, You know, as a former quarterback, I fall in love with these receivers pretty easy. And uh, Xavier <laughs> Legat, my goodness, he stepped up big for you. He's a mismatch advantage. Yeah, he is. He's got size. He's got physicality. He can run. Uh, so happy for him. He's he's a extremely hard worker, and he deserves every bit of success that that he um, that he's having right now. He's a great player for us on special teams, and and I tell our team all the time, Buck, like he's he's having the success because of the way he practices. I mean, he's a guy that literally every day in practice um, he's going all out, and he gets better, has gotten better because of his work ethic, and has really become a, a real weapon for us uh, uh, this season without a doubt. Will you use this moto, uh, this underdog thing as a motivator this week? Yeah, I mean, our guys know. Um, we were a 24-point underdog to Tennessee last season. We were a 14-point underdog to Clemson. And, and uh, you know, we didn't talk about that a whole lot last season and, and those games. You know, for us, it's uh, our guys know. I mean, they're going to be hearing all week about Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. We just need to make sure that, you know, from our standpoint, we, we, uh, we just do what we have to do on our end to – let, allow us to go play our very best on Saturday, and and uh, that's what we need to focus on. And you know, we talk to their team all the time about not listening to the outside noise, and that's you know the good and the bad that you hear when people are talking about you, praising you, and and then criticizing you also. So let's worry about us, and and um, and, and go try and put together a plan and go play really well this weekend. Coach, I got two playing high school football here in Metro Atlanta. I'm seeing a lot of Gamecock stickers around town. What What's the message to these Atlanta area high school football players about South Carolina? Uh, I've got a lot of really good things going on right now. I mean, we opened up Saturday night at home against Furman, and there wasn't a seat available in our stadium. Uh, we've got what I consider to be the best fan base in the entire nation they're loyal and they're hungry and and then there's great things going on from a football standpoint here um at south carolina obviously great city to go to school in great academics here at usc and and then from a football standpoint the way that uh recruiting is going right now could not be more excited about that we're playing a ton of freshmen right now they were in last year's recruiting class they're going to be great players for us so the class that we have committed right now is uh, some fantastic players in that as well. So a lot of excitement and truly believe the, uh, that we're, we're a young team right now, but the best days of South Carolina football are, are still ahead of us. Final question for you. I know you're busy, and again, we appreciate your time during a work week, but, uh, you know, these are crazy times in college football. We got the NIL thing. We got, you know, the conference realignment, uh, a lot going on out there. How do you make sense of it all? Uh, 
it's tough. I mean, every time you feel like the expansion and realignment, every time you feel like it's slowed down and it's going to be under control for a while and, and not much activity, the you 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 get mistaken because there's all of a sudden all kinds of movement you know i feel fortunate to be uh in the sec we're a conference that it seems like every team in the country is trying to get into so that stability that we have in this league uh i don't take for granted and and i'm a you know, certainly a traditionalist. I don't like it. Nobody really asked me in my opinion when it comes to expansion. I get it. Money drives everything. But, um, you know, just like I'm sure there were people that way back in the day that weren't happy when South Carolina and Arkansas came into the SEC, um, you know, or when Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh joined the ACC. You know, I'm sure there's people like that that feel that way. And, and I get it. But, you know, um, hate to see some of the natural rivalries that have been lost. Hate to see conferences essentially just, you know, disintegrate in a span of 48 hours like we saw this summer. But, um, again, I worry about what I can control, and and, uh, there's so many positive things going on right now in college athletics. I try and focus on that. Shane Beamer, head coach of South Carolina. Coach, we appreciate your time, and have a great season. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me on. Have a great week. Take care. There he goes. Gamecock head coach Shane Beamer joined us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. All right, let's get to the big take. Bucks, big take. All right, big news. You may have heard about it. Our Atlanta Falcons were victorious yesterday, winning the season opener 24 to 10 over the Charlotte Panthers. Falcons dominated the second half, winning the fourth quarter 14 to nothing. And folks, as you know, it's been six long years since our last win in the season opening game. That was way back in 2017 against the Chicago Bears. So, look, this win was a big deal. And we had two stars had breakout performances. A big shout-out. First-round selection, Bajon Robinson and free agent acquisition, Jesse Bates. They balled out, folks. Bajon got 16 touches. Didn't I say last week they needed about uh, 10 to to 15 touches for Bajon Robinson? So that was a win-win. Getting him the football, he scored his first NFL touchdown, which was awesome. Then on the other side, you had Bates. He picked off Bryce Young twice and led the way for the Falcons with 10 tackles in the game. To me, that was the big story. The new Falcons defense got off to an outstanding start, allowing only 10 points, forced three turnovers, held the Panthers to 5 of 14 on third down. That was so encouraging seeing what the Falcons did on the defensive side of the ball. Now, look, I'm not here to bash Ritter today or come down hard on Arthur Smith for Drake London getting shut out or Kyle Pitts leaving with just two catches in the season opening game. I'll save that for another day. Falcons, good job. Much appreciated and much needed for a Falcons fan base that has suffered through five consecutive Losing seasons. DT, that was a good day yesterday. I'm glad to hear you're encouraged. Uh, absolutely, Buck. Yeah, I, w- I was actually at the game, and it was uh, a little frustrating there watching the offense at certain points. And but the defense played well enough. And then yeah, you looked up in the se- in, in the second half, and all of a sudden you realize, I mean, it's 24 to 10. They're they're whooping them, even though sometimes it didn't feel like that. Yeah, and I tell you, the star player, the first-round pick, really awesome seeing Bajon Robinson do the things he did. He's got that 
that rare talent of even at the highest level of making defenders miss, which we saw him do yesterday and really encouraged to see Arthur Smith throwing in the ball in the passing game. This guy's a, uh, a runner. He's a receiver. He's a stud. Let's hear from Arthur Smith after the game talking about nothing Bajan did surprised him. That first touchdown, that's the stuff we see every day in practice. So that didn't surprise me. That's why we said, I mean, you guys kind of looked at me suddenly. Running back, well, he's a football player. And you'll see, you know, he would line up them all, all over the place, and there's still more he can do. He's such a unique player and unique balance. So you get in there and you get in the red zone, and the guy made a heck of a play. But we saw that every day in practice. I, I thought that he would do something like that today, and he did. And I'm glad it uh, helped us win. That was a good day yesterday. All right, coming up next, Bama has fallen. Can they get up? Plus, my take on the Acuna dust-up. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Put on your red shoes and the blue. The Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. And make sure you get that fan mobile app. Come on, man. You had not gotten it by now. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you. Beaver Toyota incoming. They are getting the job done. 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by Dupree Plumbing. Go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service. Alabama has fallen. Can they get up? So play off that commercial you see all the time where the Elderly woman falls, and she has the little device around her neck. I've fallen, and I can't get up. Buck, all senior citizens should use Life Alert. Is that what it is, Life Alert? Absolutely, Buck. Yeah. Well, Alabama has fallen, and they're not too happy about it. Gone. My goodness. I mean, Texas goes into Tuscaloosa. And wins 34-24. First home loss for the Crimson Tide since 2019. They had won 21 in a row. Sarkeesian mentioned this after the game. Rubbing it in a little bit. And you look at these polls, the AP and the coaches. And I've got the Buck Belushio poll coming up here in a moment. Alabama dropped from number three to number 10 in the AP and the coaches. That is a free fall. 
And look at uh, all that went on in this game. You had Sarkeesian out coaching Saban. Remember that trend about how Saban's assistant coaches were like winless against uh, not anymore. Not after Kirby and Sarkeesian have gotten through with Nick Saban here lately. Saban saying after the game, it all starts with me. Said that right. How about quarterback? You had Ewers outperforming Milrow in the game. That was a big deal. And you had the Longhorn defense perform better than the Alabama defense. A little bit of a surprise there. And Alabama, looking at the big picture, looking at the recent trend, if if I'm an Alabama fan, which I'm not, but if I were, I'd be concerned. Alabama's lost four games in 16 games. Four out of 16. This doesn't seem like the Nick Saban coached Alabama Crimson Tide football program over the last couple of years. And I bet right now you got uh, Kirk Herbstreet backpedaling big time. Remember, he was picking Alabama to win the national title coming into the year. And I bet his buddy Reese Davis is backpedaling with him. Had uh, Alabama win in the SEC. Nick Saban, after the game, was asked if he thought about changing quarterbacks during the game. Here's Coach Saban. I did, but we, we never, ever discussed it. I can't sit here and say the thought doesn't come to mind for any player that's you know, having a difficult time. And um, But he made some good plays at the end of the game, and that was good to see. Yeah, so you know what? Reading the tea leaves on that one, they don't think Ty Simpson or Tyler Buckner or that kid out of Brookwood, this a freshman, could have made any difference. Milrose struggling, 14 to 27. Folks, I mean, basically 50% completion percentage. That's not going to cut it in 2023. I don't care how many big plays you made at the end of the game. Alabama, 5 of 14 on third down. Two interceptions by Milrose. Killers in the game for the Crimson Tide. But I, that wasn't all that went wrong. Their standard on defense has slipped, and there's no doubt about it. Maybe it's because maybe uh, Kirby Smart left a few years back. They allowed 450 total yards in the game. Alabama's defense did not force one turnover in the game. Totally not up to the standard that the Tide had set during the previous years under Saban. And how about the lack of discipline? It continues for Alabama. Ten penalties in the game which was one of the things that held back Alabama a year ago. And what about that huge Alabama offensive line? Didn't make much of a difference. Alabama running backs, 20 carries for 63 yards. Let me do the math for you. Three yards a carry. And the trend may just hold up. Alabama's won nothing. Through the years when Alabama and Nick Saban has had to replace both coordinators, which he's done coming into this year. Folks, Alabama slipped. Can they get up? 
I wonder about that. Look, I'm curious. Uh, when Alabama scored there, I guess early in the fourth quarter, brought it to within a score, were you thinking Alabama was still going to come back and win this game, or do you think Texas had a good feel on it? Just because that's just the old Southern college football fan and me thinking, yeah, Texas is teasing us and, and well, Bama's going to come back and take this one. All these things that I just pointed out where Alabama's coming up short. Sitting the same Bama team from five years yeah, ago. Yeah, huh? just I didn't have that feeling that they were going to be able to overcome the deficit That's and I was make, curious it, about. make it come back. Because back in the day, until you felt Alabama was in every game until, until the, you saw triple zeros on the clock. Yeah. So they're number 10 this week. In a free fall. Well, Bryce Young was in the Mercedes-Benz Can't wait to see what happens from here. Hey, the fan is the only place to be on college football Saturdays. Join the fan this coming Saturday as we broadcast live 11 to 2 from the $3 cafe in Kennesaw with 680 College Game Day. Come by and enjoy Atlanta's best wings and coldest beer Saturday at $3 cafe in Kennesaw. That's 2700 Town Center Drive Northeast near Town Center Mall. $3 Cafe, Atlanta's best wings, and family-friendly sports bar. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, college football top 5, the Buck Blue Show, top 5, you could call it the Power 5, whatever you prefer. Had my son saying, Dad, is this your top 5 or is this your Power 5? How's the power? And I was thinking, okay, what's the difference on that? I don't really know. So go with either one of them. Number one for the second week in a row, the Florida State Seminoles. Put it on Southern Miss. Man, they look strong on both sides of the ball. They are loaded up. I got the Knowles number one. Number two this week. Even without their head coach, I've got the Michigan Wolverines sitting at number two. Their quarterback playing at a really high level. Get more to that and more on that one in a minute. Even without Jim Harbaugh, now he's, I, I saw him out. He was a member of the chain gang this past Saturday morning at a youth football game. Good grief. Had his son as the head coach in the first half of the game on Saturday. Michigan, number two. I got Georgia three coming off two exhibition games. Bulldogs sitting there at three. Texas moves up. They jump into the top five, got the Longhorns number four this week. I wonder the last time the Longhorns were in the Buck Baloo show. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. And I dropped USC out. And you know who I put in? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame 3-0. Their quarterback, Sam Hartman. I'm a big admirer of Sam Hartman, the quarterback, the football player. Notre Dame, their their performance level at quarterback has gone up significantly. One on the road in the ACC, they've been doing a lot of that, 29 ACC uh, regular season wins in a row. USC out, Notre Dame, Notre Dame in. Uh, under consideration, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Penn State. 
So here's the Buck Baloo show. College football top five. Florida State number one. Michigan number two. Georgia Bulldogs number three. Texas Longhorns four. And the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame five. Top five on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, you got a problem with that, pal? No problems, Buck. When oh, you were okay. teasing well, us you're with looking five, at me like thought, Notre Dame. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you know, we don't we, we don't care for Notre Dame around here. Thought you might pull a fast one. I thought you were going to tease us with the Colorado Buffaloes there in the top five. I thought they might get, yeah. could get some consideration. Yeah, they, and any? I should have had them listed uh, under consideration. An impressive, Buck. I mean, it, we could talk about Nebraska Colorado, just yeah. and that's off the, the side. Maybe of Nebraska the earth. and TCU aren't aren't such great teams, but the turnaround from what Colorado's been. Hey, the I'm last so five impressed years, with Dion. I'm talking about incredible. prime all over town. People wanted to come up and talk college football. That seems to be the first thing they mentioned. I still appreciate your top five, though. Yeah, Notre Dame looks all right. Buck, what about Prime? I'm saying, look, Prime. He's got all that glitz and glamour and. People get distracted with that. He's one heck of a football coach. He's confident, and it shows in his team as well. He's got some Tano's a good player when he sees one. And I tell you what, he's put together a really good coaching staff also. So let me go ahead and add in that. Uh, add that in there. The Buffaloes of Colorado under consideration. There you go, bud. This week in the top five. All right, I wanted to talk Braves here. I know we got a doubleheader today coming off that three and three homestand. One hundred five start with Morton getting the rock in game one. Going to face Walker in that matchup. Then coming up this evening at 640, will it be Kyle Wright? Any announcement coming down on the Braves' uh, Game 2 starter in the doubleheader day? Kyle Wright with the team, which leads me to believe he's going to get the start in Game 2 today. Certainly sounds like it. Yeah, Buck, if you're reading the tea leaves, but no no official uh, announcement. I mean, why would he be flying to Philadelphia? If he wasn't going to pitch. There's no other reason to go up there unless yeah, you're playing Yeah, so baseball. I'm going with that one, reading the tea leaves here. We're going to see Kyle Wright going in game two. I know uh, Smith Shaver is also with the team. So I guess that could be the curveball here. But uh, regardless, we're getting two games today. we got 20 games left in the regular season going into today's action. After clinching a sixth consecutive postseason spot. Magic number for the East down to six bucks. So we could be talking about a division championship here and I'm within two you, days. Man, eh? <laughs> I got fired up over the weekend with this uh, Johan Ovida. Yo, the Cuban, 25-year-old Cuban, the starter for the Pirates. How he was throwing that heater in the mid-90s way inside on Ronald Acuna Jr. And so Acuna stares back at him saying, what are you doing, man? And then Ovita just loses it. He absolutely loses his mind out there on the pitchers, man. Then the bench is empty. And we got a lot of pushing and shoving going on. Here come the bullpens. Man, if I could put Acuna in bubble wrap these last 20 games, I would do it. Look, we're down 2-1, to one, bottom of the seventh. How valuable is Acuna? He gives us the go-ahead two-run single. And you hear the chants coming from the Truist Park crowd. MVP! MVP! Earlier, there was the dust-up in the game. So he got a little payback on Ovida. Who said after the ball game that baseball's gone soft. That's what the Pirates starter said. Obviously, he doesn't like Acuna's antics when, say, he hits one out of the park. 
here's the way I look at it. Acuna Jr., he's been so motivated the entire season because he missed out on that World Series run two years ago. And then last season, he, uh, last season he was busy trying to put it all back together again. So he's having this one-of-a-kind season that we've never seen ha- anybody have in Major League Baseball. And he's so motivated to get back into the postseason and play a large role in a run to another World Series championship. We don't need Acuna getting drilled with 20 games left in the season, getting his hand or wrist broken, or getting hit upside the head and getting a concussion, and missing out on the postseason. We don't need that. And that's why he's getting upset. And that's why the Braves left the dugout. They're not worried about getting pitched inside. Lord, he's had enough of that. He gets pitched inside every single at bat. That's not the problem. That's not the concern. The concern is getting drilled with 20 games left in the year heading into the postseason and then missing out come postseason time. I tell you what, if I'd have been in the press, I was there Friday night in the press box. If I'd have been there over the weekend when they tried to drill Acuna, I think I would have run down there and jumped the fence trying to mix it up. Can't afford him getting hit. And then you got Riley getting hit by this dude later in the game. Can't afford losing Riley either. Can we put bubble wrap on these guys, DT? Down this home stretch, we've already clinched. The last thing we need is one of our impact guys going down injured because of some jerk that's up on the pitcher's mound. That's the beauty of having a 15-game lead here on September 11th that, yeah, you're going to have the ability to, to sit some guys down the stretch. I'll, of course, the age-old uh, you know, rest versus yeah, rust can, is going to come in. getting any of these oh, guys hurt. Yeah, so because of some jerk. Still got to keep the guys in the lineup. Man, fresh, I, but, yeah, you, you're going to be able to get, get some guys some rest. That's what they've already been doing it, stretching out some of these I guys. Somebody uh, gotten their hands on Ovita and taking his butt down. That's what I had hoped. And it's nice to see the Braves protect Acuna Jr. We hadn't seen that enough. Hey, and a quick shout-out to Andrew Jones getting that number 25 retired over the weekend. The 11th Braves number to be retired. So deserving. So enjoyed watching Andrew play the game at such a high level. Got to get him in that Baseball Hall of Fame, man. Uh, He credited Bobby Cox with all that success that he had playing for the Atlanta Braves from 96 to 2007. Really a feel-good thing over the weekend seeing Andrew Jones uh, have that number 25 jersey retired. That was tremendous. Let's get to the roundtable. Hey, Braves fans, it's Alex Anthopoulos. Now is the time to call and get qualified to become a Brave for a day. It's all part of 680 The Fans' 30th anniversary celebration. Call now, 404-231-1680. Caller 6 gets qualified to sign a one-day contract with the Braves from Atlanta's 30-year home for sports, The Fan. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog 
Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Their exhibition season came to an end with a blowout win over Ball State. Now we get down to business with SEC play coming up this weekend. And I spent uh, some of the time yesterday wondering about Carson Beck. And look, I've, I give Carson Beck a B-plus for that performance that he had on Saturday against Ball State. So that is two consecutive B-plus performances out of Beck, in my opinion which I think is a really good way to start your career as, a starting, a, B plus. as a starting quarterback. 23 of 30, let me tell you, 76% completion percentage. That'll get the job done in this era of college football. Now, somebody's going to say, yeah, Blue, he had two turnovers. Uh, well, really only one. where he laid the ball on the ground in the red zone, scrambling, took the hit, helmet to the football, it came popping out of there, can't be fumbling in the red zone. So that's the only one I'm holding against him. Had the interception that really was on the wide receiver. Ball gets batted up, gets intercepted. What's the quarterback supposed to do on that one? You put it on the money, and the receiver bats it up in the air for the interception. So... Not worried about that. I'll tell you what I am worried or, or not worried about, but I am uh, wondering about is what is the ceiling for Carson Beck? And we've seen now his first two starts at UGA after waiting for three years to get the opportunity. And it's been B-plus performances in both of those games, if you ask me. So what is the ceiling? How much better can Carson Beck be? Kenny, how much uh, of a higher performance level will he be able to bring to the table the deeper they go into the season? Is it going to be sort of like J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, who I'll uh, mention in just a moment? Will it be somewhere around Graham Mertz that's playing for the Gators, somewhere in between? Where's Carson Beck going to end up as far as the performance level? Look, only time's gonna only time will tell. But I tell you what, Kirby seems happy with him. And Kirby Smart is a hard man to please playing the quarterback position. Continues to get the ball out quickly and on time. He's not holding the ball back in the pocket. The ball's getting out of there. He's making a lot of good, quick decisions. He's shown some mobility that I was wondering if he had or not. Where's Beck going to end up? What's the forecast? Good enough to get back to the playoffs? Good enough to win a national championship? DT, what's the gut tell you? Uh, yeah, good enough to, to win a national championship, I think, uh, is the answer. With We can talk about the rest of this team. I think Carson did look a little more comfortable today, or I should say this week on Saturday. And hopefully that's going to continue through the rest of the season, find his way. He's got the arm, Buck. I don't, I don't think there's any question about the arm talent, the arm strength, the, the ability to deliver the ball accurately, moves around well. He's probably more athletic than we still most of us will give him credit for. And he's just going to continue to get more comfortable and, with the amount of playmakers, man, it, 
through the after through the transfers, these receivers getting older. He's just got weapons everywhere, Buck. And still, well, see yeah, a I'm a little concerned for... about that too. I mean, we got Brock Bowers, who's one of the best college football players in the country. No, we got that. Everybody else, I don't know if there's a difference maker with those wide receivers out there yet either. Tell you what, though, with that defense that Georgia has, Carson Beck, just keep doing what you're doing. Be accurate with the football. Get the ball out on time. Don't turn the ball over. I think that is uh, going to take him to the promised land this season as far as the uh, SEC championship game goes. Let's hear from Kirby Smart after the game on Saturday talking about the job Beck's done. Yeah, I'm extremely pleased with what Carson's done. He's making good decisions with the ball. Um, there were a couple times a day that I thought that didn't occur in the last game where um, he got flushed or he got trouble and uh, he got rid of the ball. And he can't, he can't make it dangerous when he does that. He's got to live for the next play and move on. But he's, he's getting the ball out of his hands quick. He sees the field. He can tell you what coverage it was. He keeps his eyes down the field. Had a max blitz today. We cut a guy free. He stands in there and throws a touchdown to Marcus Roseman. Not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. So he does a good job playing that position. Yeah, keep up the good work. So far, so good for Carson Beck. Now, how are the who are the top performing quarterbacks in college football? I'll have that coming up in the quarterback club. Glad you're with me. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory-certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage-certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory-certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Friday night football's back here at the fan. We got Cedar Grove at Mill Creek coming up Friday night. I believe that one's on extra, 106.3. Cedar Grove and Mill Creek coming up Friday night for our Friday night football game of the week. And then we've got the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show, presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza, WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta coming up after the game on Friday. All right, time to get to our Northeast Georgia Injury Report. It's now time for the Northeast Georgia Health System Injury Report, improving the health of the community in all we do. All right, take a look at the Georgia secondary. Took a hit on Saturday against Ball State as Javon Bullard, I have to say one of the more popular players on this Georgia team. I think it maybe has something to do with that knockout blow he delivered against Ohio State here in Atlanta in that national semifinal playoff game. I appreciate the seamless transition from nickel corner and playing safety. Yeah, and he's been playing well, too. A left ankle injury against Ball State. Exited the game, did not return. 
think we'll probably learn more about the severity of Bullard's injury uh, during the Kirby Smart press conference coming up here in just a little bit. So, yeah, we've got the Braves game here, but uh, we got people on the scene. Road Dog Gillespie, he'll make sure he's got all that covered. Hey, man, look, grab those shades. Shades on in the club. We hadn't done the quarterback club here lately, but we got to hurry. Do the shades quarterback on club, in the club here. So get those shades on, brother, on a Monday morning. All right, uh, looking in, we're going into week three of the college football season and taking a look at the total QBR in college football. Number one, the highest performing quarterback in college football. You want to take a guess, DT? Any wild guess you got for me? Who's the number one performing quarterback in college football? Shadir Sanders. Uh, J.J. McCarthy. Oh, okay. Michigan quarterback. And a shocker's at number two. A real shocker because we buried this guy the last two years. DJ Uwe Ungalale out at Oregon State. The number two rated quarterback in college football. How about that? My good. Caleb Williams, three. Got Michael Penix from Washington, number four. Notre Dame Sam Hartman, number five. Wondering about the highest rated SEC quarterback? That would be Jackson Dart. So, uh, Georgia Tech faces them coming up, Ole Miss coming up this weekend. Jackson Dart, number 20. There's your quick quarterback club today, and that brings us to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, Buck Belushi Show, picks of the week. I, I let you down. One and two. Alabama let me down. I had the Crimson Tide minus seven. I was convinced Alabama was going to put it on them. Man, I couldn't have been wrong, any more wrong on that. Alabama, you let me down. Minus seven. Are you kidding? We needed more than seven points in that game. NFL, I had two picks. I uh, won the Jacksonville Jaguars. It seemed like a lot of people went with this one. Jags. Over the Colts, gave up five. They covered, no problem. So that was the winner. And then I lost with the Minneapolis Vikings. I gave up six. The Bucks got the win on the road. I mean, who would have thought that was going to happen? That had to be one of the more surprising results yesterday, Buck. And then I also missed on that Adesanya. Got beat by uh, that bum Sean Strickland. MMA on Saturday night. That was the worst MMA championship brawl that I've ever seen. So boring. Nothing happened. So actually, I was one and three, but we're not going to count the MMA. One and two heading into next week. Hopefully, we'll uh, help you out this coming week. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. We've got Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win.
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 